Hey, everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast. Thank you so much for checking out another brand new episode. Happy 2024. Uh, thanks for checking out the new episode. Today's features singer-songwriter Riley Holtz and The Lost Cause. Had a great time hanging out with them, talking about their big album release party coming up uh, this weekend. And we get uh, into some of the stories behind the songs on this album. And uh, we can play a couple of live acoustic for you. So grab your tickets January 12th, Old Rock House in St. Louis, Missouri. Riley Holtz and the Lost Cause with special guest Matt Jordan and John Henry. It's going to be a great night. Can't wait to see you all there. As always, Rock Paper Podcast is brought to you by Friendship Brewing Company in Wentzville, Missouri. Serving up all your craft beer needs. Over 25 rotating taps over there. All kinds of tasty beverages and food and uh, good times. So come on over to Friendship Brewing Company and check it all out. I got your burgers, nachos, flatbread, pizzas, salads, and pretzels and all your favorite uh bar menu items and then you can get some uh great live music every weekend start your weekend on thursday with singo bingo this week on january 11th is singo bingo retro 70s friday you got josh Liddig out there january 12th saturday january 13th with jeff walchauser and uh, you've heard me talk all about it, but they recently launched the brand new location in Flint Hill, Missouri, and uh, serving up the same great beer, but a whole new dining experience out of the Fly High Kitchen. And uh, you can catch some live music over there this weekend on Friday, January 12th, Michael Marchiano, and Saturday, the debut of Flight. Find more information and uh, everything else including their full beer menu, food menu, concert calendar, and everything else at friendshipbrewingcompany.com. Be sure to follow along on your Facebook and Instagram for more. And uh, if you are in the Hannibal, Missouri area, they just launched a brand new location in Hannibal now. So come out, get some uh, Sidekick barbecue and some cold Friendship Brewing Company beers and have a great time. At Friendship Brewing Company. Again, if you need anything from me, you can always find me at rockpaperpodcast.com. Hit me up on the socials. Email me, rockpaperpodcast at gmail.com. And I would love to hear from you. With that out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode with Riley Holtz and the Lost Cause. Um, a podcast is kind of like a, it's like a radio show that's not on the radio, it's on, it's on the internet. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that's also like my mom. Uh, it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this. What's up, guys? Riley Holtz and the Lost Cause. You're listening to Rock Paper Podcast with Shane Presley. Rock Paper Podcast. This is beat paper, paper covers rock. Rock beats is the Shane covers non-stop, never know what new kind of guests that he's got coming at you. Live and direct on the spot, could be rock, folk, country, or hip-hop, jazz. 
kind of folks that he has Could be an artist or a comedian to make you laugh On the Double-decker fudge round rolling round town Shane coming at you live and direct from ground zero He's your hero, he's your bestie Rock, paper, podcast with Shane Presley Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast, coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri. Hanging out today with returning guest, Riley Holtz in the Lost Cause. Welcome back, guys. What's up, man? What's going on, dude? This is uh, very cool. We also have a a brand new uh, member of the band to join us on the show today, so uh, so you guys want to... Yeah, we got. Uh, uh, he was he was busy last time. We got right. Mr. Patrick Ramsey, yeah. our <laughs> rhythm guitarist, and um, he's also engineered the album. And um, yeah, he put a lot of a lot. These two guys here, Nathan Sigmar and Patrick Ramsey, arguably worked harder than anybody else. Yeah, in the band. So no offense to the other guys and me, but yeah, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, we got a brand new record. Uh, we kind of. Uh, Last time you guys on, we kind of uh, teased at it. Uh, what yeah, you guys were working on it? Yeah, we were originally. It was going to be an album release show in March, but then we wrote some songs that were like this need. They need to be on the album, so we finished working on those, and now they're on the album. And right. the album's finally coming out. Yeah, so we went back to the back to Carl, back to the studio to finish it up, and uh, now we have the have it all ready to go, and uh, we got a big old party happening on. January 12th. January 12th. Uh, kicking off your new year with some brand new music. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, let's talk about this night and, uh, and get into this record. This is, uh, the, uh, illegal, illegal before illegal, noon, illegal before noon album release party at old rock house. Uh, you're bringing along some special guests, including, um, yeah, we got John Henry, um, and Mr. Matt Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. Which, awesome. That's a great bill. Yeah. Uh, I mean, three fantastic decks. Totally. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, definitely going to get your money's worth uh, out of your ticket that night. So, A lot of good, just some good St. Louis music. Yep. Yeah, They. Uh, I just recently met Matt, and I'm a big fan of what he's doing. So I'm, uh, it's going to be fun to see him live there. Yeah, yeah. I've, uh, I mean, we've, we've hung out and played guitar and stuff, but I've never seen him with his band. So I'm really excited because I know that the guys he's got playing with him, he just raves about. So yeah. I'm excited to see. And all three of you are playing full band. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. All three of us. Yeah. John, yeah. Will, John will be up first and then, um, and then Matt's up there with his full band and then, yeah, we'll be, uh, we'll be hitting the stage and I'm excited. We're going to have a full horn section that night. Bring in the horns. Bring in the, yeah. man, I want to make a joke. I'm not going to, but I want to. Um, but yeah, yeah it's it's gonna be a nine. We're gonna have a nine piece band up there. It's we're gonna bring Dang. we're gonna be bringing the heat. Yeah, I'm excited because uh, I actually get to play a show with my kid. Yeah, yeah. Nathan's so. son's gonna be playing trumpet that night for the first time. So, first show like yeah. that. Yeah, nice. You've, we've done other performances, but like first time him playing with a rock band or yeah. whatever. Very so. cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm pumped. I can't wait. <laughs> we've had a few. We just had a rehearsal this week. Uh, with the horns and it's just it just brings a different vibe when you have the live horns there you know 
Yeah, I uh, that was a uh, you know gave me a little sneak peek of the record, and that was definitely a, a highlight. Uh, having a couple different tracks with the horns on it, and really bringing a nice full sound on this album. So, uh, yep, we can thank Nathan uh, Sickmeyer for that. Yeah, he arranged all the horns and played all the horns. <laughs> so. And I created one of the horn players. For and me. yeah, wow, look at that. <laughs> An overachiever. Oh my God. Yeah. Is that in the liner notes? You get that credit? <laughs> it is now. Yeah, right? It is now. Um, so grab tickets, etix.com, you can, uh, or oldrockhouse.com, uh, and uh, you can find a link there. Also, uh, Riley's got it on the socials. and Yeah, uh, Riley Holton Lost Cause, Instagram. Yeah. And Click that follow button while you're there. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so uh, it's going to be a great night. And uh, are you guys planning to run through this the whole record then uh, pretty much? Yeah, um, we have a couple. Uh, yeah, we'll be playing the entire record uh, minus one song. We um, we replacing that one with a brand new song. Never, never, never heard before, right. which we're pumped about. But we just wanted it to be. Um, and then we got a couple other tunes that aren't on the record. Um, but we wanted it to be a fun night and, you know, try to, so we just, we kicked, well, out, the, a, the we horn, kicked out a slow zone. The, <laughs> the horns are on one of the other tunes that, uh, isn't, isn't on the album. So we wanted to make sure we featured them yeah. more. So we, we, yeah, had, we to, had to choose which one we were going to put in place of that. Yep. But, um, no, it's good. But yeah, we wanted to keep it fun and keep it upbeat. And so it's just going to be a, a night of, yeah, we're bringing our bringing the bangers yeah for what for what they're worth for <laughs> all right for yeah as kevin newman would say yeah 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 man i'm i can't wait it's gonna be a fun night and uh i'm, I'm excited uh again uh john henry i've been playing around town for quite a while and uh fantastic uh player songwriter and uh one of my favorites in town for sure so yeah he's been uh, at it and, he, and he's been really cool to me um, as I'm, you know, this is my first album and he's been really cool. Just, yeah, just helping in all the, all the aspects of live music that he's been in for a long time. And mm. it's very new to me as far as original music goes. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, January 12th, old rock house. We'll see you there Friday night. Uh, but, uh, let's, uh, talking about, uh, some of this, uh, let's give them, uh, we, we recorded a couple of live uh, acoustic ones and um, talking about this record and uh, one of them uh, being that you released a song a while back uh, but we now we have the official music video to go with it and uh, we did a, a live acoustic version on today's show uh, a song called Home yeah that, uh, like I said now the uh, got a beautiful video to go with it all and yeah we released a video day before Thanksgiving and um, yeah a song that Nathan and I wrote in the studio messing around one day and came up with a cool chord progression. And then I think it took me like four months to write the lyrics. <laughs> we wrote like four different songs worth. Um, and then finally, you know, the lyrics finally found their home. Oh, look at that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at that. Let's see what we did there. <laughs> Another day of skipping class, my notebooks in my head. Front was covered in obscene words and stickers of my favorite bands. Dreaming of being anywhere, walking down the boulevard. 
An inconvenience at 16 can make a life just seem too hard. Once I'm gone, I'll never go back home. No, I'll never go. Before I knew it, life would come and ship me off to sea. Cold and wet on the starboard side, I wondered how my life could be. A thousand miles in all directions from many countries, sure. And if we head to Western Headland, it would be a thousand more. I'd give anything, anything, anything to go back home. I'd give anything, anything to go back home. Girl in a coastal English town Were too many boys with Missouri accents hanging around She fell in love with the little things at the lower I was raised Fell lost and told me my home sounded like a perfect place Now I'm on my way I'm on my way, on my way back home Yeah, I'm on my way Touched out about an hour ago That old suitcase in my hand Brass around the hand Or rubbed against my wedding band She grabbed my other hand with hers And we walked to break the dawn Had to go around the world To figure out where I belong Now I found my way I found my way back home Yeah, I found my way, found my way way back home. Oh yeah, I found my way. I mean, we talked about it on the on the last one, but a uh, great song and um, really uh, enjoyed it. And this was cool to get a little live stripped down version uh, with the three of you today. And uh, but it, you, do you feel like uh, uh, maybe that has this song song changed at all for you? At all? Like, or do you feel uh, the same when you're singing like these as you wrote it, uh, or does it like take on uh, new meanings? 
and now is like it's it's gained uh, you know over a year or whatever you no yeah definitely because when I wrote it it was like a I was pretty annoyed with it at that point because it had taken so long. Yeah. And I like, hated it. I hated <laughs> it. I honestly, yeah, I did not like. I didn't. I didn't like it. I was trying to to vie for it not even being on the record, <laughs> and now that it's you know it's been like a I guess a year now, um, you know it's a song about me and it's and um so yeah I I think I I have. It's more endearing to me now than it was because I was just so annoyed with it when we recorded. I was like, okay, I don't want to hear that song anymore. But people really seem to um, enjoy it. I was looking for a better word. But yeah, when when we play it live and we play it, it was probably played the most out of anything that we have. Um, you know, people always really enjoy it. And I, it's always a, always a really the biggest compliment when somebody comes up and is like, Oh, what was that song? You know, he's like, Oh, that's one I wrote. It's like, you wrote that song. Uh, it's like, that's always the biggest compliment right. for me. So yeah, which, people relate to it. Yeah, totally. Sure. Totally. And I think that's too. Josh, the producer of the, of the record his his credit as well as he was very, uh, adamant that that song be finished and that we keep going on. Yeah. It, despite, Riley's me uh, bitching about it. Yeah. It every, yeah. Every, every time Riley was like, I don't like this song. And Josh was like, this song is great. And, uh, it's like, in fact, that's going to be your first single. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then they convinced me to end the first track on the album. Look at that. And yeah. I was shocked whenever they said that too, after the whole, the whole up and <laughs> well, down of that you know, song. But I mean, but there's a lot of those stories though, like, uh, you know, through, through the history, uh, you know, people that, maybe a song they didn't think was going to be the hit, but then all of a sudden like the people res- responded to it. And that's the one that, you know, they end up singing, they end up having to close their shows with being stuff because people like, you know, it's totally. become, becomes the big song yeah. they want to sing along to and stuff. And like, they were like, man, it, this song barely made the record. And like, you know, it's like, for it's, sure. So you never really know what people are going to respond to. You know, you have maybe help have an idea. You guess that, Hey, this, I think this is going to be a good one, but until you put it out there and you get the reaction. So, yeah. But I, I think like uh, Nathan said, it is relatable. You know, I think everybody, you know, has a, a place they call home or a feeling of home and stuff. And, uh, and they, so there's, there's a lot of that where in these lyrics that you can kind of connect to your own personal story and yeah, stuff totally. too. So, um, but yeah, and the video looks really nice. And I, I'm, uh, you, uh, but uh, kind of got this like a uh, country farm kind of a uh, look to it all. Yeah, we were over in a uh, little town, um, Valmire, Illinois, I believe. Um, and um, it was, uh, sorry about that. Patrick had worked with this guy named Chris Dunn. And um, he came in and first just shot some, we were like doing rehearsals in the studio and he shot some cool pictures. So we just talked like, Hey man, you want to try doing a, a video? And so that was, it was crazy how great the video looks. Cause that was his first attempt oh, nice. um, at doing a video. I, I doubt will be his last, but yeah, we, he, um, being a photographer, you know, he had his spots and stuff. And so we just went and, uh, and, uh, you know, just got some really cool shots and let the, the beauty of, of the Midwest, you know, do its thing. Like there's some really, we got some beautiful days that we shot it on and it's just like, man, it's really pretty out, out here. So I'm just jealous. I'm not the one you holding hands with you in the video. Well, <laughs> you weren't available that day. So I think one thing that the video and the song, uh, connect on, uh, that's <clears throat> apparent to me is uh, a lot of people that grow up in Missouri kind of struggle with, uh, whether they hate it or they love it. 
totally and the song speaks to that uh which is i think people feel that everywhere Mm -hmm. but especially it's a common thing growing up in the small town in missouri i think everybody has their experience with that no nobody's completely from st louis here yeah yeah Um, yeah but that's where i tell everybody yeah Yeah, but it's it's the same thing everywhere is just like you grow up and you hate it and then you love it and then you hate it and then you love it and yeah yeah it is yeah 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 i uh, I grew up in uh wentzville missouri and at the time there was nothing out there and uh and you know now it's a lot different today but uh but i definitely went through some of that and uh where i was like man there's nothing to do here in this town or you know i'd like to go somewhere else and like but now i'm like don't know that I would go anywhere else really. Like it's kind of grown on me to where I'm like, this is, this is home. Like this is all I know really. So, um, well, I just remember being told like, if you want to do music, like you got to get out of here and like, Oh yeah. Go to LA or go to New York or go to wherever. And I'm like, you don't have to do that. Yeah. yeah. There's lots of opportunities to do music around here. I love it for sure. Yeah. That's uh, I mean, I talk about a lot doing, doing the show. Like, how uh, ideal St. Louis is for a working musician, like being that, you know, it's a lot more affordable than any coast. And, uh, and then they got a lot of opportunities for gigs. And as, so, you know, it's a, there's a, and everything's within a, if you do start touring wise, like uh, there's a quick drive to a, a lot of other markets to where you can easily tour out of St. Louis and stuff. So, yeah, it's like 20 to 30% cheaper than Nashville, but it's a day's drive away from Nashville. Totally. Yeah. So it's a, yeah, it's situated perfectly. I mean, as a city in general, it's situated perfectly, but yeah, I find a lot of people moving here, uh, recently anyway, that are just like, they love the city and mm-hmm. it's affordable and they can afford to do it full time. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a lot of people's first goal in music is just doing only music yeah yeah i uh well mentioning uh touring uh, i'm guessing uh you guys we kind of said some things uh before we hit record but uh, i guess that's uh, a goal for 24 after this record comes out maybe getting uh spreading around a little bit trying yeah. to trying to get the word out absolutely yeah trying trying to take take the show on the road yeah and uh we got a you know we got some more dates lined up um but really gonna try and hit hard and play uh all around, you know, not just not just here in St. Louis. So, yeah, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I just feel like that'd be a lot of fun, you know, hop in the van with the buddies and getting to see a little bit of the country and for sure, and uh, yeah. getting out there. And like you said, there's so many, you know, Chicago, Kansas City, Memphis, Nashville, you know, just to name a few, are all four hour drives, you all know, right. and so and it's just it's a total different totally different scene in each city and and yeah just just getting out and playing not that i don't love playing st louis i've been lucky to do it for a bunch of years now full time so um but yeah that's definitely a goal of ours yeah i uh what uh what, so when the time comes what do you what do you guys uh what's your like go-to uh, road snack when you if you're hopping in the in the van for uh, a road trip and uh, uh what's your oh, what uh, a good question <laughs> man well, coffee for sure. Mm-hmm. If I'm going anywhere, um, um, I'm more of like I'm the energy drink guy when I'm on the road. Like I gotta have the caffeine to keep moving. Otherwise, I just want to crash. Right. Yeah. 
But let's see, we just drove back from Kansas City and um yeah, I, it sounds, it's just part of my redneck genes, but man, I'll, I will just mess up some Cheetos. <laughs> like just some jalapeno Cheetos, yeah. flaming hot, I don't care. Give them to me. And uh, so, yeah, I, I ripped some Cheetos this for sure. It's going to sound prissy, but that's too messy for the car. <laughs> just lick your fingers. Yeah. <laughs> you can't let it go to waste anyways. All right. What's I, yours? I tend to do like chocolate, mm. candy, sugar, mm. like just energy patrick, and patrick probably crash. some pretentious patrick <laughs> oh, no, probably no, no, no it's it's the only pretentious part is it's it's regional oh it's regional. Yes, it depends yeah. on where we are yeah if we're if we're in like southwest hands down breakfast burritos like gas station burritos in general um once you get colorado and west it's it's everything south chicken sandwiches and yeah, chicken biscuits for sure Specifically, yeah. the ones that are not branded that are in a warmer wrapped in foil. That's always the best thing. Um, yeah, I'm, su- I'm surprised Patrick's a culinary connoisseur. Yeah. So. I was gonna say, I'm, I'm surprised to hear some of this coming out of your face. Yeah, but sure. some, but the things like if we're in the Midwest, it's all about the snack cake, it's all about the uh, the powdered donuts, the zingers, <laughs> yeah, nut, nutty buddies. Nutty yep. buddies. Yep. What's yours, Shane? Uh, well, here I thought you would appreciate this thing. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh yes, Shane's little Debbie's yeah. rock paper podcast. That's amazing logo. Um, yeah, so, oh you can keep it. Uh, yeah, I got plenty I'm for just everybody. Where I'm gonna put that. It's advertising, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know I'm uh, uh, I do enjoy like the QT taquitos. Oh yeah, uh, you know those those are good to throw in uh, in the car and, mm-hmm. and go and. Um. Uh, recently, like, uh, well, I wish there was. Um, we finally got one closer now. But uh, I've told the story a couple times. But I think it's um funny to me. Like, uh, we we got uh, Bucky's uh mm-hmm. down south and stuff. And like, there's uh, we just they just opened one in Springfield, Missouri now, which I'm excited about. That there's one a little closer. But we were traveling through uh on a bachelor party uh down in. Outside in um, Nashville, I forget what it, uh, what town it was, but there was like this big like ATV park, and like I remember we were like, and we left early in the morning, and we we're like five o'clock, we roll into Bucky's, and they're they're like, and I just correct me up that they're on there yelling, we got fresh brisket on the block, <laughs> and I'm like, it's like, you know, I haven't even had uh, breakfast yet, and they're you know got brisket all ready to go, and it's like so, uh, but yeah, it was just funny to me that. Uh, that's how they do it down south, talking about uh, regional and stuff. Like, yeah, but, uh, I've definitely had a brisket sandwich from Bucky's, yeah. and it was phenomenal. Yeah. I'm not even gonna lie. I was like, oh. "Man, I'm missing out." Yeah, yeah it was. Uh, yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, man. I so I don't know. I just think this stuff's funny to think about. Like, a, I enjoy. Uh, oh, that was a great question. As as yeah. Man, what a. Yeah. <laughs> Probably, if I had to go for uh, actual uh, like a candy, maybe like a bag of Twizzlers or something like that's always a, a pretty solid road trip snack because, uh, you know, you can kind of munch on those all day. Man, I don't think I've had a Twizzler since '98. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking about that. I've never, I've never purchased Twizzlers, but yeah. I've eaten so many. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know what if that speaks volumes about me or. I don't know. They're yeah. it's a gateway candy. Right. <laughs> yeah. It is. It is. You mentioned uh, Flamin' Hot. Have you guys? Uh, did you check out that uh, movie they made about Flamin' Hot Cheetos? No. 
I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, it's uh, adoration. Hopefully. Oh <laughs> wait, yeah, about how they invented it. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Now, now I do know. You're, no, I have not seen it, but it's, I know what you're talking about. It's actually really good. Like I, I mean, I didn't, you know, I didn't really know what to expect, but it was actually a really uh, inspiring story about this guy, and then like that, um, you know, he like uh, he's a Mexican guy, and he knew that they weren't. Uh, these like that flame and hot with like they like things a little spicier so he's like he knew that it would do well and like pitched the idea and like they made it happen and then like it actually got pulled off the shelves for a while because of and and uh and then eventually like became their hmm. largest selling thing that you know they do now is so it's pretty pretty wild story to yeah that is like um that people almost didn't believe in it at first and then all of a sudden like you know, then it becomes huge. So, um, so yeah, it was, it was just like, you know, inspiring to see some guy that believed in his the product. And, and, uh, I mean, I think it applies to about, uh, anything really, whatever you're doing as far as music or, you know, something else. But like, you know, I feel like I connected a lot because like, that's how I feel about all my friends here in town. I'm like, I believe I've been doing the show creeping up on 10 years of doing this podcast now, trying to highlight my friend's music and, you know, just wait for everybody else to see what I see. So that's kind of yeah, man. So that was kind of cool to see it uh, pan out. You know, for having a having a happy ending to the success story. Totally, so, I'm gonna have to watch that. Well, and hu- huge shout out to you too, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent, dude. Like promoting all of us all the time. Is, yeah, just Shane great. just being in my living room right now, <laughs> just hanging out and just talking about. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I don't think there's anybody else that promotes St. Louis music as much as you do. So, oh, definitely not. We appreciate yeah. that. Def- not even close. Well, I appreciate that, guys. Yeah, I try, shout try out to, do, to Shane. Check try, out Rock Paper Podcast. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm trying to do my part. You know, trying to uh, lift up the whole city and stuff, and. Um, <clears throat> You know, hopefully uh, some some others will jump on board and continue to, you know, fight the good fight. Fight so, the good fight. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, but it is wild to think about. Like, I am creeping up on uh, May will be 10 years of doing this show. So trying to think about putting together a big old party. And so maybe yeah, we'll get there. I don't know what uh, what, it, what it'll all be entail, but uh, hopefully we'll get together sometime soon and celebrate so as you should yeah we did a a big eight-year one last year uh and uh then i skipped on nine i was gonna things kind of got uh difficult last year with uh i I moved uh my debstock show to may last year and then i was like well i didn't want to go right from that show into another show and then then i like Sat for a little while, and then I was like, well, I'll just save it for, do a big one in 10. So Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But anyway, um, so let's talk about uh, another song from the record. We talked about uh, the horns, and uh, maybe that would be a good time to drop in uh, this song called Bad Bitch. And, uh, or explicit, or yeah, explicit song. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And this uh, again features the horns, yeah, uh, and just a uh, really fun, funky song for me. Like it was fun to hear you guys take this a different, a little different approach for this track uh, yeah. compared to what we may have heard from the band already. Um, but uh, I love the song, and uh, uh, what would you like to uh, share around <laughs> around this particular one? 
Well, that it was one of those like I, I just started jamming on something. It's like, oh, I really like this groove, and I just started singing the 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 hook, and then it was one of those like okay, this is just a placeholder. Like, I'm going to write a better song, you know, in my head. Like, oh, I'm going to write a better song for this. And then um, it was like, well, I was going to make a comparison to, not that I'm comparing these songs at all, but like when McCartney wrote Yesterday and he had scrambled eggs, oh, as, yeah. like that's the placeholder. So to me, it was like, oh, I'm going to write like a serious bluesy song to this. And then, I don't know, then it, it just stuck where it was. So, um when I wrote the song for the record, it was uh, at the time cannabis was still illegal in the state of Missouri, mm. and so now maybe I maybe I should be law abiding yeah. citizen, Mary Jane. But <laughs> um, just kidding. But yeah, so it, it's just a fun song, you know. That that the uh, I don't know. I think the uh, it where all you know the lyrics work with it, and it's just yeah, it's a fun song. It's funky. It's groovy, and it's something to. Yeah, we we like we really enjoy playing this one live. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
You can hear it live with the band, full full horn section, everything. Like I said, January 12th, Old Rock House. Yes, sir. St. Louis, Missouri. And, uh, but yeah, I, I can't wait to see that. That's going to be uh, super cool. Yeah. I've seen the full horns up there and everything. So the big band version of, uh, of The Lost Cause. Yeah. And a shout out to Miss Kelly Justice, who sang background vocals on this one. And, um, such she was amazing so yeah this song would not be the same song without kelly totally totally yeah yeah how'd you guys uh meet her uh she was friends with um chris sanders who plays the organ on this track they were friends and we were just looking for it just seemed like it needed a female vocalist on the song so he just called her up and and she came in and killed it you know like she was in there for effortlessly yeah like 30 minutes (laughs) like i swear she just came in and and killed it yeah so yeah that's one of the best, like, when you have talented friends uh, like that that you can just kind of call on and, hey, I hear this, and they just go in and they do what they do. And totally. it's like, you know, makes your life so much easier. Oh, like, yeah. You know, it's like, I don't have to give you much direction. Just yep. You just do what you do and nail it. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, – this is – I like uh, the lyrics a lot, like, especially, like uh, – uh, you know, being about uh, Mary Jane, like I like that the idea, like uh, uh, that you're like uh, kind of personifying her, like as a, you know, it's almost obviously everybody knows what what we're talking about, but also, yeah. also the idea, like it is maybe a, a woman named Mary Jane too at, yeah. at times. But um, it's funny that uh, definitely kind of throwback to like uh the the rick james uh mary jane and stuff too a little bit like it's kind of my mind that where i started leaning like that kind of funkier side of uh and stuff so yeah uh, in my head i like when i hear this i'm like in like a 72 cadillac deville like red leather on the inside yeah yeah that's what in my head that's where that's where i was so for sure i'm glad that i'm glad that you that's awesome yeah i uh and yeah, Nathan came in and and he played guitar and trumpet and then arranged all the horns on this. And so it definitely, I remember you originally doing something. You did something different on the horns, and you being like, "Dude, I don't know why I did that. I'm I'm like funking this up. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, let's I, get I needed, funky. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I really the horn stuff kind of got created in studio on this. Like some of the others, I had a pretty good idea before I got to the studio, like what I wanted to do with the horns, but. This one, like, I started playing this thing. I'm like, oh, let me layer this on. Oh, let me layer this on. Oh, yeah, there yeah. we go. Yeah. So it kind of grew in the studio for sure. Yeah, the Miami Vice vibe. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, where's that? Is that going to be the music video? Like, just you and... Uh cruising in the car <laughs> so in my yeah i i have in your chips it, sunglasses I, I it's funny i've had an idea for a video for this one before right. we've made any other videos and yeah but that's exactly yeah like chips yeah exactly yeah or like snoop dogg and you ever see the remake of starsky and hutch oh yeah snoop dogg's like it's like this is 76 it's like it's 1974 it's like yeah my you know bu- it's like that's <laughs> that's what i want to be yeah my buddy tommy has an old uh police bike 
No, no kidding. It'll perfect. be in. The, it'll be in the video. Perfect. You can be the cop. <laughs> yeah. yeah, perfect. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, I think uh, I don't know. I I still. Uh, that's kind of how my mind works too. Like when I hear certain songs and stuff, I'm more. I'll be motivated sometimes. To, like we'll just start kind of painting that picture or in the music video and stuff. Like what? It's just kind of funny how you're. Some of these sounds just start allowing your brain to work that way to like mm-hmm. you know, start creating the visuals to go with it and stuff. So totally, and I love that your visuals were similar. Like yeah, you, know, right. that you went to the same right. place. Yeah. That, that, that means we did our job. Yeah, we right. painted the correct picture. Yeah, yeah. Wrote a song about it. Well, yeah. here, here you go. <laughs> Freedom. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, but. Uh, yeah, man, that's uh, uh, another great tune. And uh, so this was, uh, we settled on 10, tra- ten tracks ten yeah. tracks for the record, right? So, um, so we'll have full album available on streaming that day also, the yes, 12th, yep. January 12th, and, uh, as well as uh, physical copies yeah. available at the show. Making CDs. Yeah, man, which I think, I mean, like, I know people kind of, you know, talk about how CDs are kind of you know, done, but I also like having a physical representation yeah. of it. And like, I feel like we talked about that last time. It was like having something yeah, tangible that you right. can like, it's like, here it is. So, yeah. um, and then Even as a kid just for the liner notes yeah, or whatever. Sure. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. That was the best part. Yeah. Yeah. Growing up was the being able to see the players where it was recorded and right. yeah. who the producers were. And sometimes that information isn't available online. Or you got to dig, dig a little for it. Yeah. 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 Which makes it uh, less in your face. Yeah. So, I mean, in a way, I guess people get less credit for that. But Yeah. Well, I mean, I buy a lot of stuff on vinyl uh, when, I, when I can. And, uh, and this will be available on vinyl eventually. eventually. They're backed yeah. up about a, a sure. year right yeah. now. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah this, this will definitely be on vinyl eventually. Because um, yeah. I, I love vinyl, too. So, But... I I also like I don't always get to listen to my records as often as I'd like you know I'm very um, mobile you know a mm-hmm. lot so uh, mm-hmm. uh, but so at least I don't feel as guilty streaming when I own a copy of it also totally. you know there's so there's part of that for me is like I know streaming doesn't exactly uh, pay well uh, and but at least I I bought a copy that I feel. Not as you know, for sure, take a little bit of the guilt away, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I, I agree, man. I think uh, this vinyl on this record would be a lot of, a lot of fun, it'd be cool to hear and uh, hear it on my turntable for sure, yeah, yeah. It'll yeah, be the, uh, the extra couple pops and things, yeah, exactly, yeah. totally. Um, yeah, I don't know, it's cool. I'm glad, I'm glad that it that has made the resurgence that it has, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like you're saying, like, because. A lot of the plants can't. Yeah, they can't, can't keep produce, up with the demand. Yeah, there's right. only, I think, there's only like two in the country, or so. it's crazy. Yeah, something like um, that. Yeah, so it just takes. Yeah, and then the people who can pay more, they get first dibs. Right. Uh, yeah. Sounds like we need to open a vinyl plant. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well you didn't help that uh, Taylor Swift uh, put out all of her. Repo. Yeah, everything. Yeah. <laughs> so like yeah. she, she got uh, top priority for yeah. everybody. Which, uh, at the end of the day, though, gangster move. Yeah. Like, I do have to say. Like, oh, no, I'll just re-record everything and then own all of it. Like, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, she uh, she's killing it right now. And that I watched that 
uh, Eras Tour uh, movie uh, in this. You know, I didn't uh, didn't actually make it to the live concert, but I watched the movie uh, version of it, and I mean, it's impressive to to see what they were able to pull off and stuff. Like it's yeah, high selling mm, tour ever. Yeah, it's. Uh, <coughs> am I, hey Taylor, if you need an opener, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I got an album coming out. <laughs> yeah, give me a call. He uh, listens to this, don't you? Oh yeah, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. He's a Chiefs fan too. Yeah, let's throw that out there. My whole life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that's. Does it bother you as much as uh, like whenever they have to they have to show Taylor every time like Travis does anything like? I think, uh, yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it does. I just. I mean, like, and she's she's even said like I can't control that. I don't have anything to do with the camera operator. Yeah. Like they're, you know, I was like, don't. I will say I went to the game on Christmas and I did not know that she was there because they didn't like right. put her on it or anything. So, but, I uh, guess they're they're tired of it too. But, yeah. <laughs> but well, yeah, just let her enjoy the game. Yeah. Um. But unless she wants me to open for her, and then in that case, show right. her all you want, girl. I got you. <laughs> yeah. I'll wear some of those bodysuits. I bet I'd look good in them. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we can edit this out, right? <laughs> well, uh, let's talk about uh, one more tune from this record. And um, this, is, uh, this, is you, this is a little stripped-down acoustic version of the song uh but this is a song called 430 and this yeah. is just uh riley and a guitar here today but um yeah uh really enjoyed this one as well but what do you want to tell us about 430 uh yeah i this one was cool um in that like i couldn't i couldn't think of a it was one of those i was up really late and um just started playing guitar and it, it just or early, yeah, um, but I couldn't, f- I couldn't figure out like a hook for it. I like it didn't. It's like okay, this, there's something there, but um, and so I have a, I have notes on my phone that I just have pages and pages of. Some of them are lines, some of them are like full choruses, some of them are just you know rhymes. But I just started scrolling through that and found one uh, is four thirty early or late, and I was like, oh, that's it. And so threw that in there, and then. Yeah, this one was cool in that we, there wasn't much to it as far as the studio went. Very minimalist. Very, you know, um, which is cool because it's the song's really about being alone in a room, you know, and um, doing, you know, you could do good or bad things <laughs> being alone in a room. Um, but uh, yeah, so we kept it very minimal and stripped down, and um, it ended up being one of yeah one of my favorites on 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 the record that I've written. So let's take a listen to four thirty. Outside has been colder than those words last October that I left you with standing there all alone. Rode the high of being free. Said I was finally doing me 
Now there's just emptiness That chills me to the bone The hours fly by How come the minutes seem to last for days Not strong enough to face it so to smoke my mind into a hay Keep telling myself needing love is just another phase Stone and staring at the clock It's 4.30 early or What I do on a bender But I know Outcome's always the same I wake up some afternoon After dreaming of you Just to find a stranger lying there I can't recall their name The hours fly by How come the minutes seem to last for days Not strong enough to face it sober So I gassed up on cheap beer and cocaine Thought by now I'd learn how to act my age Stone and staring at the clock It's 4.30 early or late Doing everything I can To make believe you weren't worth it This hurt runs too deep Because I know I deserve it The hours fly by How come the minutes last for days Not strong enough to face a sober So I guess a bunch of Staring at the clock It's 4.30 early or late Just another night staring at the clock Thinking it's 4.30 early or late Probably just gonna, you're gonna Kind of keep it that way for the show yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah I think so. Just I, play it out. I think that's kind of like a. You, you, I think you look at uh, 
you know, albums as like maybe, or even a, a live show as far as like a, you know, like a movie or a soundtrack or, you know, like a lot of high, you go highs and lows and stuff. You want to, you don't want people to burn out too much. Uh, you want to, you know, kind of, you know, dip a little bit and come bring them back up to, for the ending and whatever, you know, totally, kind of yeah. stuff like that you think about. So it's like having a moment and towards the middle of the show or something where you, where you, the band steps away and you play with just the guitar up there. And like, those are always cool moments. I, I like that. I really enjoyed a live show. And yeah, also, and also having an album like that represents that as well. Having uh, you know range uh, throughout a record, and so having, I mean, again, like not every song has the horns on it and stuff. So those are always like little special treats throughout the record and stuff. So, so those kind of things, I are always uh, stuff to think about when you're putting all this together. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but uh, a lot more to think about than original than I originally right. thought. But yeah, because yeah. think about all that stuff. All right. This is one of those songs you were talking earlier about how. We wrote some songs and then put them on the album later. Like we yeah. were, like we were ready to. We had what, like fourteen songs at one point uh, written, and we're like ready to get this album out. Let's go, you know. And then here we are a year later. Yeah, because we wrote these other songs. And mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. I think that was the first one that was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I think I think you played this. <clears throat> it was either for me or for Josh. Or like Josh and I uh-huh. in the studio the night after you finished it, basically. And I remember my immediate thought was that this has, this has got to be on the album. Mm-hmm. And then that all came fairly quickly because yeah. we ended up using the demo vocals for the final track. Oh, yeah. Uh, we recorded it a bunch of times, but the <laughs> first time he recorded it was the best. Yeah, I forgot about that. And uh, yeah, at that point, we were pretty much done. <laughs> theory what was that my watch didn't understand okay. <laughs> but yeah so that this is part of the reason why the album is just now finally coming out yeah yeah well you said uh something earlier too about uh that um you know in that time like you guys been working on this record but uh, we also have some new stuff so we won't have to wait very long for more new music. Hopefully, uh, maybe not as long, at least. Uh, no, and, uh, no, so. yeah, we got, we got, we're working on new stuff now. We already, you know, we got new stuff in the. So yeah, we got. There'll be some. There'll be more than one release in 2024 yeah. for sure. I don't know what that is yet, but right? For sure, something. So, but yeah, hopefully, uh, we'll keep uh, keep it going. Keep uh, you know now that we got it all figured out and be able to put these out a lot more frequently yeah and stuff, so. yeah i know yep. we've got another music video coming out before too long too yeah yep we got a at least one actually. at least one yeah <laughs> so yeah we got yeah we've been it's been a long you know a long time coming now but we've been working so it's sure. like now it's like oh we got a lot of stuff you yeah. know all of a sudden all of a sudden right <laughs> after two years but yeah so that's yeah i'm hope, hoping to hit the ground running yeah well, you can uh, again get plugged in on uh, your. We uh, got uh, Facebook and Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. For Riley Holtz and Lost Cause and uh, YouTube channel. Yep. Yes, sir. So click subscribe there to keep up with those music videos. And and again, uh, etix.com for tickets to the album release party. Doors and, at 7, shows at 7.30. Yeah. You uh, and uh, Illegal Before Noon. Um, that comes from uh, 
moving on, right? Yeah, that was originally yeah, the uh, originally that was a name for moving on when I wrote it. Yeah. And then um I don't remember why exactly it changed, but it just seemed like illegal before noon. It was almost too good of a line yeah. to ju- yeah, so it just for the name of the album, I don't know, it just worked. We were all kind of in agreement on that, so Sure. I think this I think that's a probably uh, you know, there's <clears throat> there's a couple of uh various uh topics that come up throughout the record that I think uh you know it's a pretty good uh name for representing I think quite a few of these songs. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, talking kinda. talking about some cheap cocaine and four thirty <laughs> and uh and, you know Mary Jane and Yeah, right. Murder. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Oh yeah, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nathan calls it what did you call it my my felony run what you gotta remember yeah. my criminal run yeah, I don't criminal know. run yeah. yeah all right um but yeah I, it's, uh, it works man for sure it's uh and um moving on i've I told you in person but it, like i love that song so much and i'm i'm really excited to experience that live with the the band and also at the show so yeah man uh it's gonna be uh a real treat so i'm, I'm really looking forward to that hell yeah it's a great tune and yeah, it's fun live too. We play, yeah. yeah, we play that quite a bit, and that's another one that we've gotten a few times. Like, hey, what was that? My favorite was like, what was that Sunday song? <laughs> right. And I was like, what? That one about that Sunday. Sunday song. And finally, I figured out. I was like, oh man, that was mine. And he was the guy who was just like blown away. He's like, I was trying to Shazam it and I couldn't find it. Like, you will, man. Yeah. It'll be out there. A couple more weeks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You. Uh, well, let's uh, talk about a couple of other things. I got a couple. of questions uh for you guys um and uh <clears throat> thinking about this uh <laughs> thinking about this record uh what um what what uh would you guys like to see uh maybe as like a a dream duet or collaboration uh sometime is, is there something somebody uh currently that you uh that comes to mind that you maybe uh work with uh someday or uh even uh either an original or or when it maybe even jamming on one of these songs with you or something like that yeah i think i feel like this is cliche at this point for anybody from st louis or the state of missouri but nathana ratliff is is like just the coolest to me yeah. i love his music i love the the lyrical content i love the you know just everything and so it's like a lot of these you know especially the ones with the horns it's like that was a big influence for me it's like i want that sound i want Mm -hmm. that that vibe and everything so he's definitely he's definitely one and then um at the end when i'm trying to write most songs maybe not mary maybe not bad bitch but at like I'd say this a lot, but at the end of the day, I'm just trying to write Jason Isbell songs. You know, like, I'm really like, what would he do in this? And um, I know he's highly regarded. You know, he was the headliner at, at John John's Festival Open Highway this last year in, in the uh, Americana range, which we consider ourselves, I think he's the the benchmark. I don't know. At yeah. least, yeah, he's he's amazing to me. So those yeah. are my guys, I guess. Yeah. What about you guys? Man, it's really just too many people to even narrow it down. Right. Honestly, like I do, uh, I brag about my dad playing all the time, and uh, I thought about maybe next album, like 
getting a guitar lesson from him on, on oh, a track or something. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have the whole Sigmar family on that. No kidding. Uh, yeah, <laughs> bringing the crew. <laughs> that would. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I just I wish I had that kind of. Uh, uh, you know, being my with my having the ability, uh, a possibility of uh, playing with my dad and uh, my son, and like it's just like really uh, cool thing about music that uh, that you can make that stuff possible and stuff. Sorry, I was just thinking. I know what you think. Form a family band. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll tour the countryside. Yeah. You won't be invited. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Okay, I had to. What about you, Patrick? <laughs> oh man. Um, I think for mine, for me, it'd be on the production side, similar to, to Riley. I think it'd be awesome to work with Dave Cobb. Yeah. Oh yeah. We'd, uh, have a lot of conversations about him. Yeah. The, uh, his style of production and the, the minimal approach and the ribbon mics and the historical space that he works out of and the beautiful board that he works on all of those things yeah like, and he won a grammy with isbel and he won a grammy with sturgill yeah. simpson and then chris stapleton and yeah. Yeah, and his story is just really cool too like he he thought he was one thing he thought he wanted to be a rock and roll producer mm-hmm. and then he completely changed country music yeah back to what we all love honestly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, i know jo- uh, i know john's john henry's worked with him uh in the past and i so cool yeah. just yeah so yeah that's definitely mine um, i uh maybe selfishly just to learn a few things sure. but uh yeah no kidding from a songwriting standpoint i'd probably go like john mayer yeah like yeah huge huge influence i think for me as far as songwriting goes. oh yeah i think any any guy any guy that's like in between I don't know, late twenties to mid thirties that plays acoustic guitar like i haven't met one that doesn't like john mayer you know oh yeah, yeah. um you know, maybe if you're in a metal band, those guys might not. But you know, anybody that's playing an acoustic guitar, I feel yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, John, John's great. Well, and just the versatility of songwriting, like totally, he writes everything from the radio pop hit to real funky stuff mm-hmm. and heavy blues. Yeah, yeah. what uh, I saw a clip of him on uh, on tour with uh, Dead and Co. and what he did like a. I think you put your body as a wonderland in a in one of the songs. Did he really? Like uh, it was a he did a transition. In yeah. There, yeah, that's funny. Which I thought was like really funny trolling the totally. trolling the dead and co crowd. <laughs> totally. Uh, yeah. So uh, I'm pretty sure that was the case. Something like it was. It was definitely one of his big ones. I'm, I think it was your body as a wonderland. So, uh, anyway, it just made me laugh thinking about. For like, sure, yeah. that's hilarious. Yeah, we got to see him this year when he came did the acoustic stripped down thing and yeah. He, me and Nathan went and saw him when he was just by himself, and then the f- the fact that the songs like still hold up, yeah. just stripped down, yeah, like that's yeah. kind of the that's kind of what we're after too, like sure. being able to the the song stands by itself without without Patrick and all the production stuff, you <laughs> know, like definitely. Yeah. But you mentioned uh, Dave Cobb though, and I uh, I got to see uh, when I saw Stapleton over the summer, and uh, Dave Cobb uh, played guitar on the the whole set, so yeah, yeah, he uh, plays. He'll so, play with. I love that too. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was neat. Like, uh, um, I believe we made that reference when I asked Patrick to be in the band. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just Dave Cobb, it, dude. Right, just yeah, Dave come Cobb. in and that's. <laughs> oh yeah, um, yeah. I um, you know Brent Cobb. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love him. I think that's an interesting story how those two uh, like were connected also. Like, I don't know, mm-hmm. he was <laughs> talking about he knew that he had this cousin that was doing music and stuff. And then he's like, they met at like a funeral in the family and he like gave him his EP and he, or uh, demos or whatever. And he's like, here, like, and then they end up collaborating and stuff. But it's just kind of funny that like, they didn't, you know, they're related and they didn't even didn't know each yeah, other. Didn't know each related other. Related and in the they, same industry. Yeah, yeah. They met at a, at a funeral. At so. a funeral. I didn't know that. That's wild. Yeah, yeah. I've seen him with Sableton a couple of times and then down at a, uh, off Broadway. Yeah. He's, I like him a lot too. I, uh, also one other more thing about Dave Cobb I, I thought it was really funny is um, that he also produced those Wheeler Walker Jr. records. Oh, did he really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, I didn't know that. <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah. no wonder they sound so yeah, good. They yeah, they sound amazing. The music zone is excellent. Yeah. <laughs> like, so he's won, you know, like I saying, he's winning Grammys for, uh, you know, Isabel and Sturgill and Stapleton and like, and then he records this crazy country album with, yeah. uh, with, with wheeler and stuff and like um but those even though the songs are ridiculous like they sound incredible yeah like, uh, for sure yeah, the music's so. very very good yeah um his new record uh wheeler's uh latest uh ram is uh is more like uh feels like a eliminator like a zz top like a oh. uh synthesizer rock record kind of sound. interesting so, yeah so like there's like not like all the way, but there's definitely like a couple of tracks that like really lean into that and like and so he's trying to switch it up a little bit, but still a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. I always told my buddies he's like the steel panther of the country. Of country world. Yeah. Totally. That's perfect. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um All right. Uh let's see, what else I got for you guys? Um All right. Uh, what about, I'm mentioning uh, songwriting and stuff. Like, is there a certain uh, song you wish you wrote? Oh man, is there one that comes on that you're just like, damn, I wish. Uh, well, speaking of, uh, uh, I don't know if it's his first album, but his Brent Cobb's title track, "Shine On Rainy Day." It's like, um, yeah, every lyric of that song is like it speaks to me. Yeah. You know, he's even the uh, I get all the time. I. I I write sad songs a lot. I don't mean to. It's just what comes out. But in the second verse, he's a friend once told me, boy, you sound so lonely. All of them cheating, leaving, done me wrong. So have you heard of a happy song? Like that line is like, oh, man, yeah. I've, yeah. I've had that conversation with people. So um, that's definitely one. Like I hope to uh, cover it sometime. And um, yeah, it's funny that we were talking about him because I, I warm up with that song a lot. And it's just one of those that, yeah, totally speaks to me. So every Beatles album ever written. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, While My Guitar Gently Weeps is probably, like, it's one of my f- favorites just for mul- multiple reasons, but, yeah, like, I wish I hadn't written that one. Well, then, yeah, if you do that, something. Uh, my, my favorite singer of, uh, top five singers, but Sinatra I was obsessed with real young, and, you know, he didn't compliment anybody, especially like new people in the 60s. He was an old guy and he was like, that's the greatest love song that's been written in the last 50 years. Talking mm-hmm. about George Harrison something. And yeah, we have an ode to him in, in moving on. And one of the lines I say, the tax man's coming. Um, that morning I heard tax man and 
It was like, oh, I didn't know George Harrison wrote that song. It's like seems like every one of my favorite Beatles songs same, he wrote. Same as George, yeah. the George stuff. You know, Paul, Paul and John obviously were great together, but the George yeah. stuff is like my favorite. Fantastic for sure. Patrick, oh man! <laughs> every time it gets to me, I got I over. I've got over so many, I've got so many ones. <laughs> yeah. um, I think I think uh, anything from the album Casadega by Bright Eyes. Oh, I think that, is that you. That, we listened to that on the way back from Nashville. We right? did. Yeah. Uh, that album, I think, was 2008 or 2007, and it kind of gets written off as like a, uh, like an just from a certain time, you know. But I, it's some of the best songwriting I've ever heard. Yeah, that was and, a journey. Uh, that was yeah, a whole, that was a trip. The production is amazing. Um, the sprinkled in mysticism adds like another layer to it. It's just. It's really great, and if, if anybody hasn't listened to it, listen yeah. to it or yeah. revisit it because yeah, it, it, was wild. it has a lot of layers to it. It's one thing that's cool like when it comes to our music is that we all have such different influences. There's a lot of stuff that we all like, obviously, that's similar, but we also have like just out there in different, all sorts of different kinds of music that it's like cool that we're all bringing that in, not even knowing it, you know? Right. Yeah, but, which kind of makes it hard to like, call a genre of yeah. what we do because of how many different influences yeah even within the same genres like yeah. if we say country the three of us like different country. we all have different yeah. ideas totally of, totally yeah yeah I, I mean I, I think you've heard to it as americana i think that probably the the best umbrella for it because yeah. you guys do cover a lot of ground even under that but uh you know i don't maybe one song's kind of country the next one could be you know like i said funky and stuff like it's completely different whatever you would call you know country and blues and pop and right. funk and right. americana yeah <laughs> had a baby that's yeah, right. like that's what we are and what's so yeah well i think that you know in true people think americana they think you know country leaning stuff but to me it's like r&b and 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 sure. soul music like that's just as americana as anything else you know yeah so well you do have a uh, and I forget the name now. I have to pull it up here. Um, you got one on there that uh, was like really kind of slow jam feel to it. Uh, R and B. I can't think of now what. Uh, Michelangelo. No, I don't think it on the record. Yeah, I don't know. I I, just, I can't see the titles on this. Uh, what number but, is it? Do you I know? Don't even okay, now. sorry. But, I don't remember. Yeah, it uh, had that kind of feel to me, like a kind of a little more R&B feel to it. So, yeah, uh, there's definitely that in there yeah. for sure. I'll come up with it later. <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, Patrick brought up a good point uh, about uh, introducing uh, new records to people and stuff like uh, like uh, that kind of the bright eyes or revisiting a record you might have forgot about and stuff. But uh, I always kind of think it's fun to get your guys' take because like it's uh, me as a fan. Also, I enjoy going to listen to new records all the time. Um, but is there is there something uh, currently on your playlist that uh, that you've been really feeling that uh, you want to you think more people should he hear or revisit or uh uh is there a certain artist or a record that uh that you guys been into lately dada <laughs> yeah i'm going to see him uh in cali in february but huge huge fan um 
the album Puzzles, probably the best one to check out. Um, it but, was good. I just listened to it after we were playing like an hour away, and he was like, listen to this album on the way back. It's, and it was cool. It was really cool. Are you looking up your Spotify to see what you have <laughs> me to? I'm, like, looking what, I, I'm looking what I've been listening to. I sometimes have a hard time just sitting and listening to a whole album, like from front to back, but that's one for me like that I can't stop listening to. Like It just takes me through the whole album. Mm-hmm. You know, so, some albums... I listen in stages like, you know, I'll listen to the front half of it and then, oh, I got to listen to something else for a minute and right. cleanse the palate or whatever and Man. go and then go back and finish the album later. My recents are hilarious. <laughs> One or two. This is all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I've been listening to a lot of Jamiroquai lately. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Not recent, but I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I've, been, I've been on a Jamiroquai yeah. kick recently. <laughs> So, um, no, that, uh, I mean, I can't, every time I hear it, I, I'm going to go to the yep. thinking about Napoleon dancing yep. to it. Like it's, uh, one of the greatest, uh, <laughs> yeah. scenes and incredible, yeah. incredible. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, no, I've really just been playing it's like it came out over the summer, but Jason Isbell's new record, I've just been, I, I haven't learned all the songs yet, but I've learned most of them at this point. It's just yeah. the songwriting is great. He knows yeah. all the songs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for me, uh, something that never comes off, and uh, you know what I'm going to say, but something that never comes off my rotation is Willie Nelson, oh, specifically yeah. 70s Willie Nelson, uh, Red-Headed Stranger, Yesterday's Wine, and uh, Shotgun Willie. Uh, those, I think those are the records that made me fall in love with country. And He has a dog named Willie Nelson. Just I have for a the dog record. named Willie Nelson, too. <laughs> and a dog so named Bjork, which is fantastic. Yes, just the, fantastic. the dynamic duo, Bjork and Willie Nelson. <laughs> There's that the collaboration <laughs> that had never happened. Um, but yeah, this, those records are amazing. Uh, Red-Headed Stranger, yeah, for man. me. Blue the I reference it almost daily. Um, it's amazing production because there is no production mm-hmm. and uh it's it speaks in a way that i don't think any record ever has or will tell me how you really feel about it <laughs> i could keep going <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the the way these guys might uh hear a, a guitar chord or what and figure out hey, what's the, how's he playing that like you uh you like to study on how these records were actually uh, engineered and produced and stuff like you know, how they record, I do, yeah, record I certain things if there's one that is striking like i can definitely hear some stuff that's unique um usually that'll lead me into figuring out where it was recorded who engineered it who produced it uh why they did what they did specifically like redheaded stranger they all sat in a circle like this um and if I'm not mistaken, it was very limited mics, maybe like two or three, and they played it front to back. And that's how it was recorded. And it sounds like that. Like you can hear some creaks in the chair, you know, you can hear all that stuff. And sometimes people make that a gimmick, but uh, that specific record, there's like an intimacy to it that is humanizing too. Yeah. And at the time they were trying to do the slick Nashville thing. And, uh, yeah, that's the one that led me down like a minimalist journey with recording. And uh, we took some some notes from that on a couple songs. Yeah, and totally. 
we definitely let, let some imperfections come through because they were uh, they had a lot more character to them than Dad. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, let a lot of things in yeah. there. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> that uh, foreshadowing. Uh, I uh, I enjoy a lot of that stuff too. I listen to a pod and I reference it a lot, but a show called The Five Hundred with Josh Adam Myers, and uh, he goes uh, through Rolling Stones' Five Hundred Greatest Albums of All Time and talks about it and. And uh, he he's uh, he started doing the show as like a tribute to a friend who was like a super music fan and uh, passed. And then like, and you know, Josh says he's not. You know, he'll tell you he's not. He doesn't know anything about music. He's doing this as he's a, he's a comedian and he's just doing it uh, to learn more about music, to step out of his comfort zone and stuff. And um, but he, uh, you know, he gets in. He talks about some of the the great records of all time and stuff. So it's uh, fun to hear how some of them are recorded uh, and different things. Like um, I remember one of them, uh, the, um, it was a black Sabbath record. They said they recorded it in like eight hours. Uh, like, and I'm just like, like, I think that's nuts to think about. Like yeah. we pretty much, you know, went in over on a weekend and knocked it out and like oh, yeah. in one session or two or whatever it seems to sound like. And, you know, just thinking about, uh, you know how some some bands might take a lot longer you know to do things and then these guys knocked it out like that it was like as but you had to be super well rehearsed to even go in there well that's part of it like you know we weren't a band until we started recording these songs like it's not like we had been playing these songs for a long time and then decided to go record them you know we're creating this from scratch and then yeah, in a lot but, of ways, the album is you listening to the band being formed. Yes. Because yeah. especially like the addition of members as it goes, like the later tracks mm-hmm. um, and us kind of figuring out what we do together, uh, oh, surrounded by Riley's songs. Right. That's kind of what it was. It's just yeah. Riley doing his thing and then us Not coming the traditional in approach. It out. <laughs> yeah. But, sure. I, but it's cool, like how it brought the band together too. Totally. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, well, I'm excited for everybody else to to hear it, and uh, like I said, we'll get to, uh, January 12th. You'll be able to get your hands on a copy, and uh, you can come pick up a physical at the show. You uh, take home with you, or you can uh, stream it if you're uh, unable to make it that night. And uh, we'll keep an eye out for uh, more shows coming soon. And uh, but I uh, appreciate you guys taking some time to hang out with me and talk about this record. And no, uh, yeah, thank you, dude, really, for real. Really had a lot of fun today. Yeah. Thank you guys, and I will see you at Old Rock House. Yes, sir. All right. Bye, everybody.